A Republican candidate from Montana special election for the House body slams a reporter the night before the election. And we have more on that in our first tweet today. We also had Google's AlphaGo, a program that plays Go, oddly enough, beating the Chinese Go Master, allowing Skynet to once again one-up us. And fans were not too happy with the Dirty Dancing remake that was on ABC. So because it was on network television, there had to be some licenses taken. And no one liked the licenses that they took. Uh, That and more conversations that we had yesterday. Today is May 26th, 2017. This is a daily recap podcast from This is a Conversation. Today is May the 26th, 2017. Thank you so much for joining us for this podcast. Jay Cleveland Payne, the moderator at This is a Conversation, where we like to think we're having some of the best conversations on the best topics with the best people around the world. Stop by the website for great features. Plus, follow us on social media so you can get in on the conversation in real time. Find us on Twitter at TH underscore conversation. Facebook, our page is This is a Conversation. And of course, this is a conversation.com is the main website. And also, while you're there, stop by our sponsors page. The sponsors help us keep things going, keep the lights on, if you will, for all the features. And of course, they do their best to help you out with great deals. We offer up great deals by going through our list of sponsors. Today's big sponsor, or this week's big sponsor, has been Cloud9 Living. And we're very proud to be partnering up with Cloud9 Living because they're doing our best to hopefully help you have greater conversations about the great things you can do in your life to include getting those things off that bucket list. Great adventures and excursions like hot air balloon rides and race car driving. Yes, you can drive an actual NASCAR on a NASCAR track as fast or as slow as you want to. You pay them, they just sit back and watch the ride. You can do great excursions such as that and more. And what we have for you as a deal on the website is if you click on our link for Cloud9 Living, it will get you to a page to buy your own gift certificate so you can uh, choose your adventure later or send a gift certificate to someone else to choose their own adventure at their leisure. And with this link, we're giving you 10% off all gift certificates. So buy a big package and save a little money on the process. That's at thisistheconversation.com slash sponsors. Click on Cloud9Living for that deal or any other of our great sponsors that will help you out with whatever you need taken care of in your life. Now, as far as taking care of great conversations, that's on me, and hopefully I did a good job on the 25th. That was all day yesterday. Starting off with the first message of the day was that Britain was going to stop sharing case details on the Manchester bombing. Now, that changed after a few hours and some assurances that um, the leaks were going to stop, but uh, we had another major leak happen the night before where the New York Times had images of the bomb uh, that were essentially taken from crime scene photos and just investigation photos, uh, images of, of the bomb and some images of some sensitive information from the Manchester bombing, Manchester Arena bombing from a few nights ago. Now, the odd thing about it is New York Times had the information. They assumed it was leaked from the American intelligence to the press, and, of course, everyone else had it to show and blame the New York Times. That's how it works these days. But the British uh, were going to stop, or they actually did stop sharing information and put a cease on it for a few hours at least until their intelligence agencies got assurances from our intelligence agencies that uh, things were going to get better very quickly. And Rex Tillerson, the Secretary of State of the United States, is headed to Great Britain today or tomorrow to sort of uh, mend some fences, make some things, uh, fix some things, and hopefully make some things that aren't so great go away pretty quickly we'll see how well he's done he's going to do with that taking care of that issue now the night before 
of course, was the night. Wednesday night was the night that Dirty Dancing had his remake on TV, the TV remake of the classic film starring Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey, with her original nose, of course. Now, the big thing about uh, Dirty Dancing was it's it's not even a cult classic. It's, it's just a classic. People love the movie. Even people who hate the movie love something about bits and pieces of it, including its timeless it's, it's timeless life. It's, it covers life in the 50s in the Catskills, um, something that people in the 80s when the movie came out really couldn't really get to, but it was something that people loved mostly because of the music and the dancing and Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze, who, of course, has passed on, and it's probably the only thing that saved him from dealing with the pain of having, having to actually watch this remake. So many bad things were said about this that Twitter was abuzz, as it is often, with all the bad uh, just comments. A lot of the story was really taken out of context. A lot of things were changed. Some of the things that really made it heartwarming, the old couple that were stealing wallets and purses, they were taken out of the movie, and they had to basically rewrite a scene to make the whole climax thing work. They were a part, even though they were a small part in the main movie, they were a big part of actually having things kick off. The chemistry between the main actors was weird. The the dialogue was weird. The weird new storyline where Baby's parents uh, were, you know, getting divorced and then got all frisky at the end. A whole lot of weirdness for the thing. And a lot of things got talked about on the Twitter all day Thursday and all night Wednesday night on the reply for this really weird remake of what should have been a great thing. Let's go to James Comey one more time for today or yesterday. Comey's investigations on the emails uh, that were the big Clinton thing, whether Clinton was sending classified emails or not, may have been tipped off by a bogus Russian document. Now, here's the thing. Let's back this thing up quite a bit. Supposedly, James Comey got an email from Debbie, Debbie Washerman Schultz on the, from the Democratic Committee uh, saying that there was some fishy things going back and forth and maybe it should be investigated. That would put the onus on the Democrats on kicking off what was going to be an investigation that probably caused Hillary Clinton her election, just not the fact that anything was actually there, but the fact that the shadow and the stench of the actual investigation in the area made a lot of people who would have possibly held their noses and voted for Hillary Clinton not because of the whole email scandal. The problem is that email did not exist. It was a faked email uh, from some sort of Russian operative or Russian hacker or something like that that had the document that was sent from a fake account that was cloned to look like Debbie Washman Schultz's office saw that saw the account and saw the document and sent it on. So maybe Comey's investigation was totally a ruse, and maybe it was another proof, but more proof that the Russians found a way to, quote-unquote, hack our election some process. Donald Trump would probably disagree, but that's, well, that's that. Speaking of Donald Trump, Republican House candidate Greg Gianforte, it's hard to say that one, Gianforte, um, was up for election with, uh, on Wednesday night, to run for a special election seat in Montana for House. I think Montana only has one House seat based on population, so he had a lot of ground to cover. He did a lot of stuff, and he was kind of tired with Thursday being Election Day and Wednesday night doing some interviews for everybody else getting last-minute things done. Except uh, he was confronted, in a sense, by a reporter from The Guardian who he initially just literally body-slammed to the ground to get him out of the room. Well, and then we got this from some audio coverage. Uh, the, the recorder from the reporter 
was running when he stepped in. Uh, Gioff- Gioforte was doing some interviews in a side room with some other reporters, and the Guardian reporter just kind of leaned in a little bit. And I guess when he was seen, all of a sudden, um, Gioforte literally lunged at him and tried to grab the recorder. In the process, in the melee, they both hit the ground. Quote, unquote, he got body slammed. Uh, this happened the night before the election. In Montana, about 70% of the ballots were already uh, cast because of early voting because it's such a big rural state and it's hard to get people in. So we believe that most of the ballots are already cast for this guy. He wins in a pretty uh, sound uh, way. We'll talk about that in a bit. So we'll talk about what happened on the back end of that. But there was a lot of tension, a lot of hand-wringing from the fact that some people weren't really speaking up to this. Donald Trump, who's, of course, overseas, has other things to deal with. And uh, the big Republican leaders, some of them did say he should at least apologize. No one was really condemning him because they really needed that seat in the House. Go is the game that takes minutes to learn but a lifetime to master. I have no idea how to play it. I've seen the boxes in the stores, and I've not even given it a shot. But Chinese, but it's based on an old ancient Chinese, what is old ancient Chinese game, and the Chinese master of Go, just like a chess master, chess champion, took on Google's AlphaGo, a program which is programmed to play Go. And Google's AlphaGo basically crunched Chinese Go master. So Go, 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 Google, Go. Google wins in the Go competition, just like Watson beat the humans on Jeopardy, which is weird because you think you just unplugged a computer and then you can't, you can't play any games. But AlphaGo beat the Chinese Go Master in the traditional games of Go. So we'll see how well that goes and whether it's one more step towards Skynet or it's on the way. Now, the Get Down, the program produced by Boz Lerman, is a very extravagant uh, show. It's based in the 70s and is based around hip-hop culture, uh, but it cost about a million dollars, a million five an episode. Uh, so it's a pretty expensive show for Netflix to produce, and Netflix has killed it after one season. It got pretty good acclaim. A lot of people love it, but they split the seasons into uh, two six-episode parts for season one uh, and about $120 million to film the whole thing, so about a million an episode or so. And because of essentially the budget, they that's the reason for canceling it. Many people in love with the get-down because it does celebrate um, – Hip hop culture and the sense, or, or or black culture, you could say, in black music. Before as hip hop is starting to gain its its prop its its roots, you can say, and so a lot of people are disappointed. But and I can say I disappointed. Although I'm not a big, I've never actually saw to get down, but I actually did watch the OA, and the OA is getting a second episode, a second season for whatever reason that is. And well, you choose whatever. The presidents Trump and Macron got together uh, at the G7 summit. Uh, Trump did a lot of things at G7 summit, but the one that we really put a note on was the fact that there was a a photo op of the two, the new French president and our new-ish American president, doing the handshake thing because, you know, Trump likes to grab people and then grab them in, and then Macron apparently does something similar. So there was a nice uh, 30-second handshake battle between the two as they fought for the supremacy of the world, I guess, via the handshake. Eventually, they both gave up and went on to do their own private meeting. But a nice, pretty photo op of Trump and Macron trying to shake hands and off-shake hands each other's in the process. 
we also had things with Trump going on at the G7, including him shoving the uh, president of Moldova out of the way so he can get in front of the camera, and of course the whole scolding NATO for you know not paying their their fair share. But what I thought was the most kind of poignant thing of the trip or for that day of the trip was the whole handshake thing. It just was really wacky. Now let's go to something else that's really wacky. And you can be for marriage equality, but maybe not so much against this sort of way that this one company is pushing the the issue. Ben and Jerry's in in Australia has a ban on people buying same flavored scoops. That means you can't buy two scoops of the same flavor in stores in Australia. It is not allowed because you can't marry two people the same gender in Australia. That is not allowed. You can get two scoops of different of different flavors, but not the same flavor. So Australia is dealing with their own marriage equality issue, and Ben and Jerry's, which is of course a staunch supporter of marriage equality, is doing their part by bringing up the campaign to bring this up. They also have mailboxes in the stores so people can write letters to their elected officials. I'm not sure what they're called. They're parliamentary officials, I guess, uh, and drop them in the mailbox and mail letter carriers come and take them off so they can read them. It's Ben and Jerry's thing. You can agree or disagree with marriage equality, inequality, but for this one, this is kind of a overly bold move for a company. That's that's my personal opinion. NASA found a, a some cyclones, Earth-sized cyclones on the uh, surface of Jupiter. This is more of a gee whiz thing. I have a uh, I have some some friends in the community that are really big space nerds, really big NASA fans, and like to see space stuff. So this is one popped up in from there. Uh, on NASA found a spacecraft that was floating around Jupiter, doing some exploration, doing some pictures, and found some cyclones on the planet uh, or sur- or surface. At least signs of them that were the size of our own planet because Jupiter is such a large thing. That was just something that was really cool. So we popped that one in there. We also had officials saying last night, naming Jared Kushner, who is President Trump's son-in-law and the quote-unquote Secretary of Everything. Um, that's not a President Trump quote, but that's what people say inside the Beltway. Uh, is now under FBI scrutiny for the Russia probe. Not that he did anything necessarily wrong, but he's had some issues with some of the reporting he has done or not done with meet, meet meetings with people in Russia, including the fact that he met with the Russian ambassador that is kind of in question with the whole spy thing, and in the process of doing some business deals for his actual family business, met with a Russian banker who was being sanctioned by uh, the United States for some things that Russia was doing. Uh, and in the process, working on a deal to help build out one of his rental properties that was overly priced in New York with this Russian bank. Uh, there's full details on what came out in the meeting haven't been said, but Jared Kushner has already already offered to offer himself up for Congress for a congressional hearing if necessary. Uh, no criminal charges are up there, but this does bring the probe very close to Donald Trump. Even if it doesn't affect Donald Trump's businesses or interests, it's his son-in-law stuff. Last night, the Cavs defeat the Celtics in Game 5 to advance to the NBA Finals. And so now we have the Warriors and the Cavaliers coming up for the third time, the rubber match, if you want to use the baseball analogy, to see who's going to be superior in this get-down. We Basically, this is the matchup that everyone's been waiting on all year. Maybe everyone's not been waiting for because the same teams over and over again show that there is no parity in the sport. But if the same teams are the best teams in the sport, you can't really fault them for being the best teams in the sport. 
And our first message of the day comes again to Giaforte. That is the now Mich- Montana uh, House member. He actually won the election yesterday, which is uh, kind of weird. So he is now the man to held a House seat that was pretty important for Republicans in the um, in Montana. He did release a statement at his um, at, at his thank you party, saying he apologized to a reporter and did all the stuff there. Some people aren't happy with the way it came down, the apology. They thought it should have been straight to the reporter and should have did more. But he is now the man to be, the man to go to, the man to keep the ranks in power in the Republican hands for another 12 months. And that's the kicker. It's a special election, and the real election will go down in a, a year from now. So so Forte not only just got in barely to get into the seat, but now he has to already start getting the re-election campaign going if he wants to be the man for a full term in the next term. Those are the conversations that we carried on yesterday for May 25th, and I'm sure plenty of great conversations for today and Saturday and Sunday. Remember, on Monday we do a daily recap that's really three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. On Friday afternoons, we record the weekly recap uh, podcast, which is uh, from last Friday to this morning. So uh, tomorrow morning you will hear the great stories, the top ten and the also-rans, the ten top stories, and I think you'll be surprised at what made it to this week's top ten. A lot of it is based on placement and what's going on training at the time. But the top ten for this week will be pretty, uh, not so much shocking, but will be a bit surprising which ones made it in and which ones made it out. But we'll make sure you know about the important ones, including the loss of a couple pretty prominent, famous people over the week. And, of course, Anthony Weiner, who won't won't go away because of, well, I'm not even going to say that. But thank you so much for being a part of this podcast and the conversations we have on social media every single day. Yes, every single day. The podcast isn't every day, but we are always on social media looking for things to chat about. So follow us on Twitter at TH underscore conversation. Follow us at This Is The Conversation on Facebook. And, of course, the website is thisistheconversation.com. Stop by our sponsor page and visit our sponsor for Cloud9 Living. Get yourself a gift certificate for 10% off any gift certificate you want to and send that person you love or save it for yourself for that great, beautiful, amazing, exotic excursion and get a couple things ticked off your bucket list based on Cloud9 Living. For more information on my other projects, check out my main website, jclevelandpain.net. You can also email me at jclevelandpain at gmail.com. This is the part where I thank you profusely a few more times for listening to the podcast. We cannot do this without you listening, going to the website, and having the conversations throughout the day to know what's important and what we might be missing. In fact, in the next few weeks, we're going to add into a section onto uh, the podcast on things that we, you think we should have picked up that you didn't. So you'll see more interaction via the website where you can talk about stories that we're not talking about, conversations we hadn't got into, and you can initiate them or at least remind us that we should be getting them in there. Thank you again for being a part of this thing. Uh, join us again for tomorrow where we'll have the weekly recap podcast. And, of course, on Monday, we'll recap Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for the next edition of the daily recap podcast from This is the Conversation. 